We can wire on a weekend. Um, it's Thursday, and uh, <laughs> RO's making some faces in the camera. Uh, so we on used to only weekend. do this on weekends, like back <laughs> three years ago, and we kind of needed yeah. a new name, but I'm not going <laughs> to come up with one. So, um, too lazy for that. Our logo's <laughs> too good. Like our logo's right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. We are in a point in the NBA season where it feels more wide open than it has ever felt due to some upsets, due to some key injuries to both of our finals teams from last year. Um, last night, Aro and I are both sad for different reasons right now. Um, mine is that the Raptors are probably done with this iteration of the team and his is that Devin Booker has injured his calf and is out. Hamstring, Cammy. Hamstring, sorry. Calf (laughs) Calf is... uh... Hey, Luca did his calf, right? Right. Yeah, that was about two Um, weeks too. So that's where we are. Um, And we're going to start with Aro's bold claim that the Suns are going to lose in five or six. I said five. That's my bold, bold take. But uh, I definitely think in six. Um, I know (laughs) I've got a lot of, yeah, no one's uh, believing me. But uh, with that, man, we looked really bad in game two. And the offense, um, look, like a lot of the, the defensive stuff, I get it. You know, it happens, you know, in one game you have, you know, bad transition defense. We've had it. We've seen it throughout the season, right. At points where they just kind of lose focus, whatever it is, that's fine. Uh, I'm sure they'll be locked in defensively for, for the rest of the series, but it's the offensive end that that really does worry me a little bit. Um, Obviously with Booker being out, you're going to start seeing, you know, some funny lineups that are going to have to be played by Monty. Um, You're probably going to see Shamit playing a lot more minutes, um, like he did in, uh, towards the end of game two. I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. He does bring shooting. Um, you know, he does have a certain certain level of off the catch attacking, but it's not a lot. Um, it's good athleticism, all that, but um, you know, it obviously doesn't really replace Booker's scoring. And I mean, you saw in the first half, man, I mean, we just couldn't hit, I mean, throughout the entire game too, I thought we couldn't really hit shots. Um, didn't really matter if we were open or not. It was really only Booker that that shot well from three, that shot well in general. Um, Chris Paul was missing his mid-range stuff. That, that was, like, weird. Um, so we'll, we'll see if that continues. Uh, I thought, like, the, everyone kind of had points where they looked injured. Like, Mikhail came up hobbling for a little bit, so I was worried about him. Uh, but he seemed fine the rest of the game, so I don't really know what's up with that. Uh, Chris Paul's, like, shooting just really seemed kind of weird. So I thought, like, is there something, like, going on with his wrist again? Because, like, that would really screw us. Um, but I think that it's really just Booker that, that has the major injury. Um, the rest of the guys just looked off on, in game two, but, um, the offense is going to need to sort itself out. Uh, I really don't know what the answer is. Uh, I think it's probably going to mean Cam Johnson, um, a lot more like giving Cam Johnson a lot of the looks that kind of Booker was used to getting. Cause I don't really know who else kind of slides into that. Shamit just doesn't really have that same like level of like mid range and like coming around ball or coming around like for handoffs and stuff. Like he's just not the same player. Um, so I think it's going to be a lot more Cam Johnson and uh, I don't know. I mean, the Pelicans look so good. That I just don't think it's going to be enough. Um, you know, Brandon Ingram like looks incredible. 
uh seems like he's kind of figured himself out uh cj was hitting got everything it felt like in the second half there um you know if uh i mean even in the first half i mean if booker didn't go for 31 like that that first half from cj was was really really something you know i think he had like 23 himself um and he, and he hit like four threes um so it was an incredible half from cj uh kind of kept you guys in the game um the offensive rebounding has been a problem all series that's not going to change um and yeah i mean it, it's just worrying me man like that like how good y'all look and like i know you're probably going to say yourself that like maybe it's not sustainable uh and maybe that was kind of a case of like the pelicans at their best and maybe phoenix at their worst defensively but um, I think even if it kind of regresses to the mean, it's still, you know, like the Pelicans offense is legit, right? Like Trey Murphy is a knockdown shooter. Um, he hit in the play-in game. He's been hitting this series. Um, CJ and BI, you know, I guess BI maybe doesn't quite have the track record in the playoffs, but like CJ has a track record in the playoffs of like having really, really good series. He didn't do it last year, but like before that, he's been that guy um and so yeah i mean that combined with like valentunas i don't even really think has had like a good game yet um and so that's probably coming at some like at some point i would expect um and aiden just you know he's struggling right and especially when you guys go big and like have hayes and jv on at the same time like there there's just too much size and we saw it against Milwaukee last year in the finals. And now you're seeing it here. And, and I mean, Aiden already sort of struggles against guys that are a little bit more physical, a little bit bigger. Um, and so you're kind of seeing all this coming together and it's like, I don't, you know, the signs don't look good for me. Um, you know, obviously I think Phoenix is going to come out and play a lot better in game three defensively than they did in, in game mm -hmm. two, but like, you know what what does that look like right because i mean even when we held you guys to like whatever it was the 34 points in the in game one like we only yeah. scored i think it was 56 right we only had like a 20 point lead going into that when it like really if you're holding a team to 34 points and a half like you would think should be up by 35 like 30, yeah that's what i yeah, said like that game should be done right and so like that's what i'm saying like we just haven't our offense goes really cold at times we got a cp3 master class in the you know fourth quarter that really saved us otherwise that game one is very losable for us too because nothing on offense was clicking um in the second half and then game two obviously you know booker's first half all that for a five-point lead you know 31 points and probably the hottest shooting we're going to see from booker ever um for a five-point lead is is just really concerning so i agree that the Suns, I agree that the Pelicans offense is never has never looked better shot making wise. Like, yeah. I don't know that the, the shot, the type of shots that Ingram was hitting to close that game, but one, the one where he pulled up and transition and just like, I forget, I forget how much time was left, but it, it was like KD, but like, somewhat more contested like it was more contested than what kd usually gets because he's, he's just not that Kenny's tall. a little taller yeah <laughs> yeah and it, the, that was the type of shots he would do the turnarounds and nance was hitting like everything i i just couldn't believe what i was seeing um and i do i didn't think the suns were playing bad defense either i just like ingram has been good against mikhail at least in the fourth quarter i thought we played good defense and yeah bi was just hitting like we'd be like good offense beats good defense right so yeah it was it was one of those and uh cj really struggled in game one um but yeah valentine has been a problem all series and game one he was what seven for 22 something like that yeah 
all of his shots. Like he like missed so many tip-ins. Yeah, if he, if he makes three or four more, I think we still probably lose because CB three was so was so good in the fourth, but it's probably so close. Like, you know, three point game and um, Suns in the clutch. That's what they do. But um, if you don't have Booker, that that sort of goes away a lot. And, well, uh, I mean, you guys beat us in the clutch, right? You guys beat us yeah, straight up in the yeah. fourth quarter. Uh, game two. Um, yeah. And another thing is us defending uh, defensively it allows herb jones to essentially guard cp3 i don't know what that's oh, gonna yeah. look like i think cp3 on a bigger defender it's not something that you cp3 with a bigger defender it's not something that you see a lot um and, you saw the low game one if i remember right or yeah like start of game two maybe yeah. yeah but i mean once once booker got hot that was probably yeah. what that was probably the switch that they made and yeah um as a rookie, is he disciplined enough to keep up with all of, with all of CP3's hijinks? Was that just the Scott Foster experience? I don't think so because there really there were no calls in that game where I was like, "This is terrible." There were like, this is. So I was Go gonna ahead. say there were there were two that I think Suns fans look at. And the one was like Valanciunas looked like he dribbled it off his leg in the fourth quarter, okay. and then there was like the the goaltend thing. Or it was like on a rebound where Aiden just kind of swatted it out, but like the rebound looked like it actually was like over the cylinder. So like I think that was fine. It was really mainly the Valanciunas off his leg, but like yeah, there wasn't anything like it wasn't a Scott Foster. Like he wasn't the reason that we lost for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think in terms of like people complaining about the playoffs calls this year, this is like the lowest of the low. And um, yeah, I, I mean, Ing- I can't say enough about Ingram. I mean, the, the shot making was unbelievable. It, it was like Kyrie in Boston, that kind of thing. Like, it was just taking over. No one could guard him. Um, Alvarado, it's just like the thing Huge that corner doing three. Al- yeah, yeah, that. And then what they were doing is like making him just sprint down the court every time he got the ball so, so the Suns can set the half-court defense. Enjoyed that. Um, the you guys pushed off when- made baskets, too. Like, it was yeah, fun. yeah. Yeah. Yep. The moment when when uh, CP3 was was bringing the ball up and Alvarado was in the corner and CP3 knew what he was doing, that was fun. Um, but yeah, uh, sucks for Booker. Didn't really look that bad in the moment because he kind of he kind of popped right up and was walking. He wasn't really gingerly, but now we know he did travel to New Orleans. Um, so I, I mean, I don't think he's I still don't think he's going to play. But it's interesting that he. They travel because that's that's like a decision that these teams always have to make um, pretty quick. So I don't know. I think I think Valanciunas is going to continue to be a problem if the Suns want to buy into this defensive identity. I think they can, and if they like grinding us to a halt is going to be difficult because of that offensive rebounding stuff and because Ingram is hitting these kind of shots. Like he he was decent in game one. Um, and Mikhail, you saw the press conference, like asking about guarding him. He was just like, it's tough. Like, it's tough, man. He, he can shoot. Can't do anything. Yeah. Um, and with the wingspan that he has, not a lot of guys can say that. So um, let's see. I had some notes from game two. Um, yeah, Hayes, just the athleticism is unbelievable in the third that quarter. Block had, like, this was back to, the block and then the back to, and then the dunk, like right after yeah. that, the fast break. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun. And he, he was not good in game one at all. Um, and then it was almost like, it was like a, almost like a Steven Adams situation, which is like, you can't play this guy. Um, but yeah, I'll, 
I'll see. I, I think CJ is still going to have to take us home in some of these games. And when it gets when it gets under three minutes, I still do worry about like Chris Paul just like dim- dismantling us. Um, but I mean, what a like underrated best trade of the season to get CJ. Um, he's essentially our point guard now, and I wasn't sure if that was like the what like the ideal fit for him, like playing that position, and it's worked out well. Um, oh, they've been you guys have been great, man. Yeah, um, I was worried about y'all coming in, but like maybe not to this degree. But now it's yeah, this team is legit. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll go as far as to say we're gonna win this series. I have to imagine that the Suns will pick up one of these games, New Orleans. Uh, you know, if you disagree, uh, we did hit. We did hit seventeen threes. Yeah, man. Um, it's only going to get better at home, right? I would think. Uh, the shooting's probably going to get better. Um, and, you know, you get, like, the, these runs that you guys are able to put on. Um, you know, I think that's that's maybe the part of the season that kind of goes under said for, for the Suns. Like, we don't really give up runs like that, you know. Um, the whole season, I think, it, it's been very rare. They're, they're like a handful of teams that really are able to put together big runs on the Suns or have been able to. And I mean, what the Pelicans did in that third quarter um, and then really to like match the offense in the fourth quarter. Like I just haven't seen that, you know, the season outside of maybe like the Warriors. Right. So it's, yeah, it's scary. (laughs) It's scary time. I don't really. And I think what can be scary is the Suns are like not one of these teams that can just turn like when when their players get injured, they can't turn into like Clippers or what we've seen the Mavs do where they're just generating a bunch of threes. That's just not their game. Um, they're 25th in like three point volume um, and they're dead last in attempts at the rim. So like the stuff that should be bread and butter is they do the complete opposite of that. So they kind of need their guys. And I mean, we had, we, we couldn't make anything in game one Pelicans and made everything in game two. Um, now we're tied. I don't know if I would expect, I, I, I would say like the role players are likely to play better at home, but I think our role players are playing pretty damn good already. Yeah, like I don't really see anything that needs to change. I mean, outside of like again, JV just needs to finish around the rim, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I that's just like one of those things. Like I, I think that's eventually going to swing our way. And um, and when you get that many opportunities, like it's got to right. Like yeah, is it, what's the deal with Aiden? How can why can he not? Well, he's just not like he struggles against physical big guys. Yeah, like, that's just the way it goes. Yeah, um, he's not. I mean, he's a solid rebounder, but like he doesn't, he doesn't have that like edge to him. If that makes sense, like he doesn't mm-hmm. get into the guy's bodies, and like when he does, he tends to foul more. So it's kind of like that trade off of like, okay, like do you want him on the court and like make sure he's not fouling versus like, okay, like you need him to kind of get into Valanciunas's body and be physical. But like, yeah, it's just like he hasn't quite figured out that line yet when it comes to like big physical centers, and like you saw it again against Milwaukee, which is like the most comparable, I think, because of how many bigs they had. Um, so I don't know, maybe more like McGee and Aiton minutes. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what like the offense looks like if we try that, but like we might I just think, need it to counter. I think that would be fine because you have Chris Paul, but yeah, if you're playing that without him on the floor, I think it's going to get really bad quick. Yeah. And yeah. you're not going to be able to score at all. 
what I'm impressed by from the Pelicans, and I've swung back and forth on this so many times, but David Griffin, their front office, the decisions they've made, um, loved the Valanciunas trade when it happened. Couldn't understand why Memphis did it. And still can't. It could, yeah, it could come back to haunt them um, still. Um, let's think some other moves that we've made. Um, did Memphis get anybody else back for that? I can't remember. Memphis got a second round pick. I believe. Wow. Maybe okay. not. I don't think we gave them the player. If we did, I don't. I don't think you guys gave them a player either. Really like, significant. Yeah. Um. I. For a while there, I thought Griffin was doing a bad job, but this draft has been really good. Um. We we, we had like Kira Lewis and Nikhil Alexander Walker with two guards. We drafted pretty high. Um. Uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker is the same is from the Jackson Hayes draft. I think Kira Lewis is too. Neither of those guys have played in this series, um, unless it's some blowout, some garbage time that I missed. I don't but, think there has been garbage yeah, time. Yeah. I don't think they have. Yeah, and we're able to put out a lineup when and when it's you know fourth quarter game two of the playoffs, and we have three rookies out there, Alvarado. Um, Herb Jones and Trey Murphy. And I love the Trey Murphy pick when it happened. Um, it's all over that. His shooting is actually unbelievable. Like oh the the release is so quick. Um, I like that for us. I think if we can, like, I think if we can turn this into like a three point shootout, I like our chances, honestly. Um, and I, like when we have, when you have like the, inferior team that's a good way to go about it usually see what the jazz are doing see what the mavericks did to the jazz in game two but i don't know if i can bring myself to pick us in this series yet so i'm still gonna say suns and seven okay all right i hope it doesn't go seven i don't i don't think my heart can take it but um yeah, I don't know. I'm tending New Orleans in six. Um, Monty, that's the other thing that, that Monty, I think, kind of like his rotations are just a little bit off sometimes. He sticks with certain guys a little bit longer than he needs to. Uh, you saw it mainly with Jay Crowder, I thought, um, in the third. Crowder's been terrible. Crowder's been awful. First game, at least he was playing good defense. This game, like he just did everything bad. Um, like you need a five for seven from three type game and from yeah. Crowder in one yeah. of these next three. To, to, to Honestly, probably. if he just stops dribbling, I'll be happy. Like <laughs> the dude just needs to like make, like his decision-making is like what we picked him up for. Right. And like, it's just been so bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like Monty should have taken Crowder out, put Cam Johnson in, just try something different. You know, you don't stick with the same lineup, you know, through like, I think it was eight minutes almost in the third quarter before Booker got injured that like we were pretty much running the same lineup and you know, it wasn't working. Uh, and I just don't like, I, I just need some more changes from Monty, man. Like I need him to be a little bit more like aggressive, like try something. Uh, maybe it's just cause it's early in the series, you know, maybe he gets to that point, but like, you know, without Booker now you kind of don't have options to try either. So like you're kind of locked into to certain things. So I, I don't know. I don't like it. Monty, uh, Bud West. We're we're getting there. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I, I don't want to call quite. it too early because I mean, okay, Not quite. The finals last year, yeah, he made some decent adjustments. So but, did Bud. 
Well, yeah, that's the uh, thing. You know, but <laughs> won a championship last year, so it's like you can get there. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. But it, it might be a case of Bud West. Is the is the uh, injury luck for these two teams that we saw in the finals last year swinging the other way now? Yeah, I think it is. Because our final four from last year, it could be that all of them are done before we get to the second round. Yes. Who who was the final four on the east side? Who am I forgetting? The final. I mean, like final four. Like Western. No, I know, I know, I know. But who who are the two on the east? Milwaukee, Atlanta, and, uh, and Atlanta, Atlanta. Cheers. Yeah, it's looking that way. But I, I mean, I still think the Suns are going to take this. I don't. I'm don't not allowing myself. Anywhere. I don't even know if. God, we'll talk about the Bucks. I mean, it's just every. It's just all coming back. <laughs> I love. I really like. I really liked like the first. To, like that first Saturday Sunday of the game ones was like awesome. peak basketball, and, <laughs> and like even though the Pelicans won, and I should be happy, like just I, I don't know who's winning. I have I'm so like not confident about what's gonna happen this season. Oh um, yeah, I, I don't know anymore. Yeah, like everything um, that I thought last year is like gone. Yeah, it's like either like oh, God. Okay, we could talk about. Next series, um, you could choose Bucks, Bulls, or Nets, Celtics. No, let's talk a little bit of Nets, Celtics. Yeah, I can't, I can't think okay. about Bud right now. Okay, um, we'll talk about another bizarre coach for a different reason. Okay. Um, so Celtics, Nets, Game One. We have to talk about it. Um, best game of the playoffs. Yeah, best game of the playoffs so far. Probably one of the best games of the year. The foul calls were coming early. Celtics pounding him on the boards. Um, just the Kyrie shot making. He shoots from the same spot every time. He hits one in defensive player of the year's face. Um, and the anti Marcus Smart DPOY after that game was hilarious. Yeah. He got regular lit season. Up. Regular season award, folks. <laughs> um, so Kyrie, 18 in the fourth. Celtics go two for one. Um, they end up getting the game winner. That last possession for the Nets where Kyrie's kind of dribbling around. Terrible. Celtics just clamp up. And then on the last possession of the game, how bang bang it was. Like Katie kind of loses Tatum. Marcus Smart gets to him. Everybody thinks he's going to shoot the three. Tatum back cuts. Spins. If he doesn't spin, I don't know what happens because it could have been a charge if Kyrie has the presence of mind to, to get set. I would imagine that would just be a no call because there was literally there would have been zero seconds left after the yeah. charge happened. Um, but that that's an interesting sliding doors moment. Really felt like the Celtics had they lost that game, it would have been disaster based on yeah. everyone saying, "Oh, KD played so bad," and then we see in game two that was not the extent of how bad he could be against this team. And um, you said said oh yeah you got what you got from Kyrie but there's no way those two are that bad again and look look what happened so the Celtics escape and then game two it looks like the Nets are in control throughout the entire first half and sort of towards the last couple minutes of the third um they put Bruce Brown on Tatum it kind of seemed to work pretty well at first and then Tatum found his rhythm uh, oh, Tatum didn't even play that well in, in the second game either, did he? No, he didn't. And, yeah, because he, he had a pretty bad first half, and honestly he didn't play well for the game. But the Celtics were all guys. I mean, 
Grant Williams, Pritchard, Horford had another good game. Um, I thought Brown was probably a little better than what he was doing in game one. Brown's just so like attacking the basket, just so relentless. I think I think yeah. he's not like he's not scared of any of these Nets guys. He's just going balls to the wall every time. Um, bizarre KD performance. Um, they combined for twenty-seven points, or no, thirty-seven. Kyrie and KD, which it's is not enough. Yeah, it's better than it sounds actually because KD got to the free throw line like so many times. KD shot four for seventeen, so. They go one for 17, those two in the second half combined, which is like Paul George and Kawhi levels of collapse, like from the bubble. That is terrible. KD did not look comfortable in this game ever. Um, It looks like he's out. His ball handling is like just bad. Like I've never seen that before. I can't, like, like he just gets it taken away from him. He can't dribble and they're, they're stealing it from him. He dribbles it off his foot. He misses two free throws. He's getting he's getting those jumpers that he likes, and it's not like I don't think the Celtics are necessarily like contesting them any better than what we than what like any no. other team can do. It's he's just, missing. They're getting him off his they're giving getting him off his spots. Once he gets the ball, he's clearly uncomfortable because I don't think I think he realizes that his something's up with his ball handling. Um, when he gets gets to that elbow area, the the shots are just never falling. They had another drought like they did in the Cleveland game where they go. You know, six minutes without scoring in the in the, I think the fourth quarter the game was just over. Um, you kept waiting for Kyrie or KD to hit shots, and Kyrie's getting Kyrie got a lot of tough looks. He missed he missed a couple layups in the fourth, but the looks that KD were getting were, I mean, the looks he got in, throughout the Milwaukee series, and I the the I don't even I think we have to give the Celtics defense some credit. Um, for for like making him uncomfortable and getting him off his spot, it's like like sh- like sort of. I don't even know what to call it. Like they're sort of being physical with him. Like, wait, well, yeah, I was gonna say the physicality is what stood out. Like before the catch, like what you see a lot with like Steph yeah. with like the grabbing, the holding, just kind of making him uncomfortable. So he's having to work so much harder to even get the ball in the first place. Yeah, it's like it's like what they're doing with Steph. What, what teams used to do with Steph, um, but the Nets don't really have like ways to like punish that because they don't have guys who are like you know going to be like they don't have like a draymond to pass to where he's just going to make the right decision every time um so yeah they're being super super physical with him and then when he gets the ball like we said you just can't like you can't you don't feel good about him like getting past anyone because he's so lanky that like you can kind of catch up while he's making his strides it's not like he's going to attack the basket a ton either um like to be fair to boston like they've attacked his tendencies really well they know yeah. like if you watch like when they're reaching in like it's the right times like it, to reach in if that makes sense like you can see like all the film work and like the tendency work that they've done with kd but like that usually doesn't matter like how well prepared you are against him and like he's i, I don't know i don't know what to say yeah, he's not getting those. Tr- they've been really good about not letting him get those like trailing threes that we've seen um, in the past. I can't remember a worst KD playoff game. I think the totality of what he did in 2016 in the last three games is pretty bad. But I, not I, mean, like this. I feel like he was a lot more like comfortable in those games. This is the worst that it gets to me. Um, I, I I don't know. Do, can you come up with a different example of when we've seen this from him? Nah, man. I mean, 
he's yeah i think 2016 might be the only even like somewhat comparable thing but uh definitely not in the last five six years right ever since he went to the warriors i don't think we've seen anything like this last year obviously we didn't see anything like this maybe like game six last year he wasn't that good but like he was just tired Right. Yeah, game six. And I also felt like games like that series last year was the <laughs> ultimate like gamesmanship thing where they knew they had to be ready for game seven. And we almost yeah. like there were like even the fact that there were even like things being floated out about them just not trying in game six because they wanted to like be fresh for seven is like a, a indicator of how like crazy that series was. Um, yeah. And this just makes it look worse for the Bucks and how they played him because they did have they also have like defenders that can like get up and do him like that where it's not just one on one with PJ Tucker and he could shoot yeah. over him every time. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. By the way, like game six, he was fine. The team played bad, but he he was still okay. he had 32. Yeah. yeah. So. I feel like game six was just a lot of Joe Harris missed open <laughs> jumpers and things like that. Uh, Joe Harris, who could they really who could they really they could really use in the series? And Simmons, um, and also they Simmons, could really use in the yeah, series. And Simmons, who is going to come back in game four, it seems like. So that's going to be Rio come crazy. Ben Simmons, the hero? <laughs> that would be the ultimate redemption arc. That would be hilarious. So my question is, like, are we sure Steve Nash isn't, like, a bottom 10 coach? Like, I've never said he was, like, anything above top 15. Like, barely, maybe top 15 no i don't think i don't think close. people like regarded him as like top 10 but like no definitely not are we sure he's like competent like no i, I don't think oh, i've ever felt like no <laughs> no but like i mean like has anyone ever felt like oh yeah like steve nash was brought Let me come in up because he's like a good coach he's brought in because he's KD guy like like what we thought Ty Lu was initially is what steve nash actually is Okay. Like, good. Yeah, that's the closest thing I can think of, because he's literally the guy that like KD and Kyrie were like, ah, like you know, he'll kind of let us. Would you it. have him above Bud? Sorry, <laughs> we won't go there. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Um, I, I think I'm trying to come up with a comp, and it's it's harder than I thought. Dude, there's not. Who's the Wizards coach coaches. right now? Scott Brooks? Uh, no, no, they have a good one. Wes Unsold, I think, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's been fine. I would say yeah. Scott Brooks back in the day is a decent comparison. Yeah, Scotty might be the one. Like, Scott, OKC, Scotty. Scott Brooks. Dude, Katie yeah, just gets the worst coaches, huh? He endorsed Scotty, too, I think. He loved playing for Scotty. He does it to himself, man. That's what they he do. does it to himself, yep. Um, Steve Nash is like this vibes coach. Not a lot of excess knows <laughs> happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of practice, I imagine. Um, Definitely not. It's starting to feel like like Cavs level, where they're just like <laughs> everyone knows they're not really practicing, and we'll see how it goes. We'll write our guys. Um, We're like anti heat culture, like the the polar opposite of whatever heat culture yeah, is. Like they're that like sort. that's a good one. Anti heat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's tough. Is the series over? Like, what do you think, dude? I. Like, no, because, like, I think... It feels like, like it is. It feels like it should be. Because if they couldn't win game two, like, I don't know what they win. But, like, I also felt like the Celtics, like, got away with game one. So, it's like, well, like, you know, like, it's not like the Nets have just been, like, blown out. 
right? It's just been moments. Um, like, I think it was the, the third quarter. I think there were five minutes of the third quarter in game one where they kind of lost, you know, their, their lead and then they were playing from behind the rest of the game. Game two, like you're saying, they had that same kind of stretch of like six, eight minutes, like against the Cavs where they just couldn't score. Um, And so that's why I'm like, nah, like they've been right there. Like it's not like the Celtics with how bad Brooklyn has been playing, they should be winning these games by like 20, 30 points, right? Like that's where I'm like, like they're kind of letting them hang around. And like, if you let this team hang around for long enough, like, eh, I don't know, you know, Um, it's a little worrying. So I don't. I don't, I don't think the series is over just yet. I think they'll make it 2-1, but that game four is going to be crucial, man. That game four is going to be biggest game of, like, KD's and Kyrie's career, honestly. Um, okay. Maybe. How? When else is – well, okay, I guess KD had the, the Warriors series. Game I'll seven, 2016. Okay. Kyrie but Kyrie – no. Games. He didn't have that kind of pressure. There's no pressure on him. He's just along for the ride, right? I think and if like, you have a chance to win the championship, it's auto, oh, right? Yeah. All right, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Like, like this is the most like six last year was not Giannis's biggest game of his career. Like, for in the finals, I yeah. I, I guess, but like, I, I feel like they're they're like there's different levels to it and for Giannis is different because Giannis like was the guy on that team like he had failed so many times like if he didn't come through in game six like yeah it's gonna be different right but like with KD and Kyrie I feel like they've never had the individual pressure maybe for KD I'll give you 2016 but for Kyrie like the pressure was on LeBron like LeBron was the guy yeah Yeah. like for Kyrie he's just kind of like a secondary guy like there wasn't that individual like if he had failed in game seven it wouldn't have looked as bad on him, right? If he had like 15 points in game seven, no, I don't think people would really have like cared as much. Whereas like if Kyrie, like if the Nets get like swept or they lose in five and like they get blown out in game four because Kyrie and KD play terrible again, like that is bad. I don't know. I think this is going six games. And they lose? Um, and they lose. Okay. I thought you were going to go I for think, the reverse. I think- no, sweep. I no, I don't. It's just I don't. I don't. I don't see it. Something bizarre is, is happening with KD. I don't think it's just the Celtics defense. It um, might be him just being tired. I mean, he's been having to play what like he might be gassed. It might, it might be catching up to him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think they get. I think they get game three. But I, I think if this team goes down three zero. They are like game four is going to be like. And I'm gonna try. Like it's going to be all kinds of blowout. Like, yeah. 35 free, d- free dunks by the Celtics, like that kind yeah. of thing. So yeah. I think I think they understand that they kind of have to get game three. Um, and I uh, really felt like game one, man. They, I don't even think you could say they blew it because they kind of didn't. And they should have never been in that game in the first place. Yeah, like the Celtics should have won that game <laughs> easily. Um, like uh, the only two, thing they really points. Yeah, yeah, they did blow game two. Um, but like game two, I also think the Celtics just like played better. Okay. And I, yeah, it's hard to win like five, like they, they like kind of won game one in a way. Like it's hard to like win five games in a series. Yeah. Like, like yeah. That. So I, I think it's going to be over in six and I'm, I'm angry at myself that I, that I wasn't, that I was too scared to actually pick the Celtics. In the series with all the defense, but I mean, 
you don't it's hard to bet against those guys. Yeah, you don't expect KD to play like this, you know. Um, maybe no, in I could have never. I, I don't think I ever oh. saw him shooting less than like thirty percent in a game. Yeah, like that's yeah. I mean, four for seventeen for him is like unfathomable. That's, and he, yeah. he missed two free throws last night. That's pretty crazy in itself. Like you never see that from him ever. Um, that again, like I feel like that's being gassed, right? Like you don't miss free throws. Like what else yeah. do you miss free throws for, right? Like I don't know. I don't know. Simmons, I. I mean, we'll, I'll believe it when I see it, man. I just don't. <laughs> I have no idea what that's going to look like. If they're if they're going to they're going to be like, hey, look, we're down, we're down two one. If Whoa. we lose game four, that's Simmons short. We're going to be down three one. You're guarding Tatum. This is our season. Good luck. Like that is not a good situation <laughs> for a storybook. Someone, someone who is scared of the big moments <laughs> and is now playing on the most stage. yeah the most like media carousel team in the entire league are other than the <laughs> lakers so <laughs> and they're playing the they other have. team in the east that has that same media carousel in boston yeah so <laughs> uh who do you th- okay who do you do you think this is over in five six no nah, i mean I'll, I'll say six yeah i think they can push it to six um I don't know. I mean, I still want to pick the Nets in seven, but like, uh, it's just KD just can't get it done anymore. So yeah, I, I think six. Celtics, yeah, Celtics are forty-one and one when going up 2-0 in the playoffs. The only loss is LeBron in twenty eighteen against the junior version of the Celtics team. Like literally, uh, straight Brown up, the was, junior version. Like it's yeah, almost the Brown same team. Not, like Tatum. Tatum is obviously a lot better now, but Jalen Brown was like not even Lord close God. to what he is. Smart was similar but probably a little bit worse and the pieces around them were the pieces around them were pretty much the same honestly well smart is like smarter now i feel like like the decision making is better like i i know okay it's a low low hanging fruit there on the pond but like you know what i'm saying (laughs) horford's yeah i mean horford's kind of playing the same like it's it's kind of the same team um better coach arguably whoa 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 okay i mean that's a take (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's a big. Uh, Steven's got to three out of four conference finals in that little stretch, so I don't know. He always kind of came up short when he yeah, but Steven's made. always got his ass kicked when they played a when they played a team with more talent. Yeah, but I mean that's everybody, right? Like, no, it's not. It's not Yudoka. Yudoka <laughs> hasn't like had to face that yet. Well, okay, I guess Brooklyn. If you, yeah, basically, right now, all right, all right, all right. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Ah, like LeBron, what uh, LeBron did to Brad Stevens, <laughs> what Terry Rozier did to Brad Stevens should be a crime. <laughs> That's seven problem. for 44. Is that what you're talking Whatever about? Whatever it was, yeah. Well, I, you know, what's great about that is on is that I, I, I think it was back to back days, yes, it was overshadowed Game sevens in the yep. conference finals. We had yep. one team go. Oh for twenty seven on twenty seven three point attempts, and then the next day we had a team go seven for forty four. Yep, beautiful. And then people started saying, "Oh, this is the jump shoot. The jump shooting team's dead." It's great. What a time. Um, uh, I missed twenty eight. Yeah. Okay. Don't I miss finals though. That year. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Um, Bucks Bulls. Yeah, we had next. 
Let's talk some Bulls. I, I guess we have to at this point because they actually might win the series as much yeah, as we don't we want to talk really about really left the team out to dry. I think we talked about the series for about three minutes last week. It deserved it. Come on. Yeah, it did. I, I'm not. I'm not going to apologize. Actually, Every, yeah. everyone in there, everyone was saying this was just five or six, or no, four or five towards yeah. the Bucks. They killed them in the regular season. They hadn't beaten the Bucks since 2017. Um, well, they were like what two and 19 or two and 20 yeah, against uh, yeah, good like teams. I think top every good teams. team they played, they would lose. Yeah. Um, and then game one, the Bulls shoot like shit. They only lose like seven by seven. Bud rears his ugly head. <laughs> And I mean, uh, he's man. doing offense defense subs with Giannis. That was so the best two way player in the whole league. You texting me that was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> it's uh, the, the the Bulls honestly could be up to zero right now, and they might. They, some, there are arguments that could say they should be up to zero, like given the injury to Middleton, honestly, because man, the Bucks had point. Yeah. DeRozan played horrible in game one, came back with 41 in game two. Uh, Bucks had 21 turnovers in game one. They still won. And then game two, um, Caruso's defensive performance. All time. Was unbelievable. Everywhere. They were, putting him on Gian- they were legitimately putting him on Giannis, and he was help- like stopping Giannis. Like, I don't understand how that's possible physically. Um DeRozan comes back. Levine plays better. Vucevic. Oh, DeRozan played incredible, him. by the way. 40, yeah. 41. Yeah. DeRozan and Vucevic got back to themselves. Vucevic, I think, is realizing like who he is. Like, yeah. This guy has been marginalized the entire year. And against the Bucks, he always hits threes. Remember that Orlando series in the bubble that you were yes. fascinated by? Yeah, I wasn't just fascinated. I had him, man. I was like, that's the blueprint right there. Follow that shit. And Miami did, and they won. <laughs> Who is Miami's Vucevic, though? Like, I don't. Bam. Without the three. But he had the mid range that Crowder, way. Crowder, in, in a way. Or Crowder, I guess. Yeah, the combination of Crowder and Bam together made up Vucevic. Yeah, so we were like. We're doing like our bubble episodes, and I was like, "Oh, what series should we talk about first? And I was like, "I want to talk about <laughs> Magic Bus." It's like I don't oh, think I I've watched more than five <laughs> elapsed minutes. I was watching every games. minute of that series. It was concerning because we were like, "Oh yeah, Steve Clifford teams. They get back on defense, right?" Which is it was so good. It's true. They were they were stopping the transition. You had oh, James in it on that team. <laughs> Um, Kim Birch, right. yeah, Kim Birch. You might as well go back. Um, oh man, so Milwaukee in game two. I'm gonna read out a paragraph of things that they did better than the Bulls, and they still lost. <laughs> they had more second chance points, more points in the paint, more fast break points. Hit more threes, got more rebounds, more assists, and double the number of free throws, and they lost. Jesus Christ. How does that happen, you ask? Mid range. You know the answer. <laughs> Their coach, coach is unbelievable. <laughs> the shit that goes through his brain. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like, like what does he think? 
he doesn't, man. It's it's another vibes vibes coaching, bro. Like, yeah, oh, he's still playing his rotate. Like the rotations are so bad. Giannis should be able to eat on this team and dunk on everybody. And yeah, I, yeah, I understand Drew hasn't played great. Um, they're gonna need Drew to step up in one of these games in Chicago, probably. But good God, man, like. The, that the stat the the stats I just read out should not be possible if you're gonna lose. Yeah. No, like I mean they they dominated not dominated but like I mean they they numbers wise and in all the key areas they were either even or better than um than Chicago and I mean you started to see it they came back in the third it felt like it was all falling apart it was kind of like classic Chicago they do it for three quarters. And then like you saw, I think it was in that Brooklyn game in the regular season that they were going to fall apart. But then, I mean, DeRozan just starts hitting everything again. Milwaukee can't buy a bucket. Uh, Middleton goes out injured. And like it, that was the fourth quarter. Like, I don't know what the like differential was there. Uh, They actually ended up winning the fourth quarter somehow. Milwaukee did 30 to 27, but like the first six minutes of the fourth quarter, like it was all Chicago because it was 87-80 and that thing ballooned to 96-80 really quick. Yeah. And that's all that Chicago needed. No, the Chicago went on some, they went on the 9-0 run to open the game. They went on the 9-0 run in the third like that. Yep. Just couldn't keep up. Um, yeah, and that's like the span of, of like less than three minutes, man. Both times. And it's just boom. Chicago's in control. Teams should really have a hard time struggling this team should have a hard time scoring on the bucks like this like this is a team that has a great defensive identity but it's the bulls who are going to take a lot of threes and that's kind of what we said is that they were going to have to take a lot of threes to have a chance and they've done that and in game 25 two, threes to... isn't even like that much right like no it's not but in game two they started making some of them and i, I guess if you, I, I would swing that even farther in game three for them if you're gonna want if you're gonna you know if you're gonna try to win this thing i think that's the way to go yep. um i don't have a lot other than making fun of bud that's kind of what it's kind of my what i like to lean into well i mean that, that's milwaukee's problem like 90 percent of the time to to be honest with you um because yeah like the, there's no excuse for for this team especially like giving up 41 to DeRozan like that that's uh, I don't know how that happens. Um, you, yeah, the defense just needs to be so much better. Uh, Vucevic, like you said, I mean, he looked good. I thought um, he he's, you know, again, just sort of found his role. And he he's kind of a problem, I guess, for, for Milwaukee to adjust to as well because, like, you're kind of drawing out somebody in that situation, right? And a lot of time it's Brooke and, like, it's sort of what we see Brooke do to other teams normally. And now Vucevic is kind of able to do that to, to the Bucks. And I mean, I don't know without Middleton now, like, can you keep up with Chicago scoring? I, I don't know. <laughs> like Giannis is going to need to absolutely explode here. Yeah. Portis was out for a lot of this game, game two. Um, I, this is, I mean, they need everybody. They need all hands on deck for this. So I, I, yeah. Like, I think he'll come back for game three. It's something with this eye. I forget exactly what it was. Um, 
yeah, they had a lot of turnovers, missed some layups in game three, but the numbers of when they have missed one of their big three is not good, aren't good. They're 14 and 21 with one of those three missing. With all three of them together, they're a great 37 and 10. Wow. Um, so it makes a huge difference. Middleton's going to miss the rest of the series for sure, it looks like. And, you know, he's their guy against this. Yeah, I guess this Bulls team, where if you're going to have to match, I don't think DeRozan getting 41 is necessarily bad. He's done it all year. Um, he, he does have those games, but Middleton's the guy that they're going to that they were going to have to lean on to match him in the clutch. And if you don't have that, I mean, it's not looking good. I, I, I'm more I'm more worried about them than I than I am the Suns. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, if I was a neutral for the Suns, I'd probably be a lot more worried about the Bucks right now. Um, cause yeah, I mean, unless again, maybe, maybe Drew kind of figures it out. Uh, but like, uh, I don't know if I'd count on that. Um, he's had, Drew's some... not like what, what's Drew's going to hit like a bunch of mid range. Like I, I just, I just don't know. I, mean, I guess he just has to kind of do what he did in the finals last year. Right. Like the shot making last year was, yeah. was impressive towards the end of the, the year. But I mean, he also had some stinkers, I feel like early in the playoffs last year. So uh, that's kind of what you get, right? So, yeah, Kyrianis. I don't know. Kyrianis, this is your chance. This is your chance to become the best player in the league. Hands down. Everyone's estimation, unless for, except for the dumb Philly fans. Um, <laughs> oh, we got to talk about that series, man. Yeah, if, I don't want to. If Katie loses in the first round and the Bucks are able to stave off the Bulls in advance, then the discourse is going to change and yes. I'm going to be ready. Um, after last That's night, I've player. already changed. I've already changed my mind after last night. I'm on, I'm on the honest. Yeah. So, You're on Team Giannis now? No. Bizarre performance from KD. Like truly, like <laughs> I, I don't, I couldn't believe it. Was, uh, um, <laughs> so... <laughs> I right. believe what you were saying. Prediction for, for how this how this all ends, Bucks Bulls. Uh I think I still gotta stick with Bucks, but uh six seven games for sure. Choose one. <laughs> why do you make me choose? Man? All right, seven. You know what? Have fun. Seven. <laughs> Clown me for that pick. Unbelievable. I'm gonna I'm gonna go bulls at six here. You are what what? I just they don't, the Bucks do not have wing depth, man. <laughs> you don't like it's, Pat Connaughton? It's the Connaughton and Grayson Allen versus Levine and DeRozan real quick. Yeah. I just uh, – Bud is just <laughs> – I don't know. If it, like the decisions that he makes with the full squad are bad and then what he does without <laughs> without that. I mean, where we said wing, it last year, though. Maybe it's better if he has less options so there's only one way he can play. <laughs> What was the less options last year? I think DiVincenzo being out, I think. Oh, it must really been. use him in this series, man. Jeez. <laughs> um, guarding one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm worried. I think that Chicago, I think that Chicago crowd is going to be unbelievable too. I, yeah. Like, like Utah, Utah game one last year levels of noise, oh, which I don't think yeah. if uh, that seemed insurmountable. Um, but Whew, that's gonna be. I think it's an uphill. It's an uphill climb, and I, I, I yeah. just don't. I just don't know. 
Uh, keep my faith in Giannis. Uh, I can't see him going out first round, but second round, man. That second round is what's worrying now for the Bucks without middle. Oh, I, I think the Bucks either way are screwed. In the second yeah. Yep. If the Nets come back, I think they're done. I think it's they like you need Middleton in that series. And yeah, I, so I think the Celtics five. Would, would like dismantle would yeah. dismantle them without like, Middleton. <laughs> it would be quick because Middleton always kills the Celtics. Oh my like god, yeah, one of those guys. Um, but if the Bulls the Bulls play the Celtics, it's also kind of interesting because I feel like the Bulls are just gonna get overwhelmed, right? Like it's that wing depth. If they're doing it to yeah. KD, like imagine the hell the Bulls, the Bulls are like better. Be the Celtics are like better at every position, but yeah, um, except for maybe like their bigs. I'm rooting against the Celtics fully at this point. That yes. is my new villain. Um, I've yet to decide who I'm rooting for, other than the Pelicans. Well, anti Philly uh, as well. Oh, I'm definitely anti Philly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Am I more anti Philly or anti Boston? I have to decide. Um, probably slightly more anti Boston. You're more Philly. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I okay, hope you don't go talk on Twitter about... very much. <laughs> the Philly people on Twitter is ugh. oh, they are God. Um, I... <laughs> let's talk wolves so we can avoid talking about the death of the Raptors for a little bit longer. Right. Um, wolves Grizzlies game one, one of the most entertaining games I can remember. Um, Anthony Edwards super dominant, cat pretty good. That's Brooks so long and, ago, dude. I, I can barely yeah, remember this really game. Was. <laughs> uh, Brooks and Desmond, Ga- Desmond Bain struggle because they put they put um, Jade McDaniels on dude, Desmond Bain. And I holy love shit, McDaniels. <laughs> like, oh, my God. He could not do anything <laughs> on that guy. McDaniels is, if you're unfamiliar, like I was unfamiliar, honestly. I, I remember this dude when he got drafted, but like, like barely. It, it, he yeah. wasn't ringing a bell for me when, when I saw him out there. And I feel like we're pretty good about knowing who these guys are. Also, yeah. number six on the Wolves, the bald guy, no idea who that is. None. I think his guy. name is Jordan McLaughlin. So I looked it up. What? Hold up, hold up. Jordan I McLaughlin. I saw him in game one and I was like, who is that? I don't know who that is. Oh, this dude is like Javon Carter Light. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, that's yeah, what I yeah, thought yeah. it was at first, and I was like, "No, <laughs> they don't have him." Um, yeah, so, I don't know, man. I don't know. What Edwards, Edwards, in game one. I can't really say enough. The shots that he made, like, just, oh my god, the confidence was <laughs> unbelievable. Like, he probably thinks he's the best player in the league. He, he oh, yeah. will just, he'll just pull up, and his problem, and his problem, like. A lot of last year was he he would get hot and then he'd start taking heat checks. But in game one, he's just totally in control. He's guarding Jaw on the other end. Jaw still got to the line a hundred times. It felt like and earned every single one of them. Unlike the Philly team that we're about to talk about. <laughs> um, yeah, you go ahead. Uh, I will. But Stephen Adams quickly proving that he's a non-factor. The Grizzlies coach Taylor Jenkins did not adjust quickly enough in game two he did because adams played two minutes and grabbed one rebound no he had one assist i played his points rebounds and points rebounds assists unders all of them he (laughs) he had one assist all he had they've now taken the books have now taken his lines off completely really exploit that anymore yeah um lost so much money on that i'm sure oh i bet they did Jaw relentlessly attacking the paint. Jaron Jackson Jr. at six blocks still wasn't enough. Uh, Wolves come out with a victory, and 
Russell plays pretty bad for them. That played pretty good though. Which so. we yeah. We no, you only really game. need two of them. Yeah. yeah, if we get a good Russell game tonight, um things could change. Yep. Game two, um foul party in the first quarter. All the bigs, both sides, pick a bunch of fouls. Oh, Memphis is able yeah, Memphis is able to get out and run, um, which is what they want to do. And what they really couldn't do in game one, they get out to an eleven point lead, their athleticism showing, Baines hitting transition threes, Clark's playing well. They kind of just annihilate them. Um, the Wolves were doing some stupid shit. And like, <laughs> not, like, like they, like the, the Memphis is going to switch a lot of these pick and rolls. Right. Yeah. And cat was just not like attacking in the way that I sort of this cat though. I like, wanted to see. Like, let's be well, honest. yeah, <laughs> no, I think it's mostly the guards, but like, like Memphis is going to bring the double on some of these plays with Cat and with Edwards, and they have to get the ball out quicker. But like, like there was, there's, I don't know, there were a couple of plays in game two where like Edwards is just losing the ball, and like Malik Beasley played really well in game one. Game two, it wasn't great. Um, like Edwards will get, he'll get like Jaron Jackson on a switch. And then try to attack him instead of like what he originally had. So mm. he's doing he's doing some weird stuff, but um, but I don't think there's any any player on their team that is like recognizing that they need like which spots that they can attack that Memphis is weak in. Despite what That's I said about team. Edwards in game one, yeah. um, these are the, oh, this is like the ultimate young team battle right now. Yeah, really fun yeah. series. Um, I think Cat is going to have to be the best player in the series um, for them to win. That makes me worry. We're just asking <laughs> a lot, but like Jaw has been pretty good in both games. So, yeah. <clears throat> but I, I do think I do think like the Wolves at the very least will win one of these two games in Minnesota. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Um, do they do they try and and put like McDaniel's or something on Ja? Do they like switch up the look completely? I think it's worth a shot, right? Um, because McDaniel's on Bain, he completely shut him down. Um, yeah, they really don't have another. They don't have like another like plus defender that can guard Jaw. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. It was good by committee last time, but I guess M- Memphis didn't really have all the options that they have on, you know, shooting threes and all that um, in the latter games that they played in the season. So I guess like, you know, McDaniels can't really help off to kind of protect the rim. Cat no, can't really. No. Yeah. But the so. good thing about Jaws is that McDaniels can sag off. Right. So that's why, I'm, yeah. Like if McDaniels is on the ball with Jaw, then I feel like that kind of helps them out a little bit more. Mm-hmm um because the rest of it like you're just kind of guarding the three right like you just have to be smart uh-huh. with the help yeah so. i think the wolves are gonna be hoping for a good like d'angelo russell yeah game like where he hits like five threes we haven't really seen it yet uh that's not a guarantee that it's gonna happen by the way i never nah, well, i i think that he's more likely than not to do that, though. 
Okay, yeah. I mean, I think it'll happen in one game. I just don't know yeah. if it can happen twice. Like, if they need it again in game six, is that going to happen? Right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Um, <laughs> so, I, 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 it's tough, man. I'm going to go Memphis in six, but I don't feel good about it. And this could be – this is a coin flip series, like Celtics Nets. Yeah, really. yeah I still got Minnesota in, in seven, but um, like you said, so close. Um, and Memphis – yeah, I don't know. Uh, when they got when they're fully healthy like this, you take Steven Adams off and like you're kind of running your best lineup. Yeah, it's tough. Okay. Well, there you have it. We are going to I'm gonna rant about the Raptors a little bit. Go for it. And I've been waiting for this. Then all week. we can talk. Do you have I don't mean do you have a lot on the heat? It feels like they're just gonna kick their ass. Like um the heat, yeah. I mean, we can touch on the heat real quick. Uh they are the better team. They play better defense. They play better <laughs> offense. And Trey is just not good enough to make up for that. I don't know if we need to say too much more than that. Uh, I do respect the Hawks for making a game out of it in game two. But uh, Bogey was playing yeah. incredibly well, which I don't know he if we're going to see again. Um, and Trey just seems to be in hell. Uh, he's getting grifted. He's getting, like, hit. He's getting, like, the KD treatment. Um, and he's just getting good defense as well on top of all that. So, like, I just don't see how in the world Atlanta makes a series out of this without Capella coming back. And even with Capella back, it's a problem. But, like, that that Miami size is killer. Um, hell, like, it is. De- Dwayne Dedman looked okay in, like, I think it was the second half of game two. Yeah, that's not a good sign. So, like, he should not yeah. be playable in the playoffs. Yeah, so it's bad. Anyways, um, I don't know if you really had any more on the Heat, but, like, they, that series is just a case of, like, one team just being better on both ends. Um, and, like, the Heat seem to be just clicking. Duncan Robinson is clicking. Duncan Robinson is hitting threes again. This must be, like, the best, like, week of your life just for that. My life? <laughs> <laughs> uh, big best Duncan Robinson. Of my right life. Mm, I'd probably go – let me count the uh, – find out. 2018 first round. Pretty good week. Uh, 22 first round, yeah. Yeah. There was my fandom. Um, it's the entire bubble. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> the bubble might be the peak. <laughs> uh, God. I. Yeah, I mean, it's up there. I, the, the, the playoffs is always my most wonderful time of the year for me. But Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I do agree with you that Miami's a better team. I think this is yeah. going to end in five, most likely. Um, I'll, I'll give the Hawks the dub, and you think four? Heat in four. I, I can't do the voice, but you know, God, we all know what I'm shaping up. We are shaping up for a Heat Sixers second second round Twitter oh, war. Tasty. I cannot <laughs> Twitter wait. Might, Twitter might have to like change the guidelines because there's gonna be it's gonna abuse. Get, <laughs> it's gonna get bad. <laughs> Especially if, like, the Heat blow them out in game one or something like that. Like, I cannot wait. You have no idea. Like, I want to see Philly just play a team that is actually competent on both ends of the ball and just get their asses kicked. And, like, all the Philly fans just need to be like, all right. Like, they need to understand that Toronto literally does not have a score in the half court. Like, they don't have a single person that can go out and just get a bucket. Precious Achua was their go-to in overtime at, like, one point. So it's bad. Anyways, I'll let you rant, but uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go heat. RSS heat in five, no four. Yeah, I four. say five. RSS four. Okay. Um, now it's all you. All right, we'll we'll do Sixers Raptors quickly, and then quickly. I, I want the rant. I want the full rant. 
Jazz. Yeah, you still get the rant, but there's just like in terms of like predictions, there's not much left to say. Like okay, yeah. Um, and then Nuggets Warriors. I don't even want to talk about it. The lineup of death, the whatever you want to call it, pool party. Like, oh my god. <laughs> I prefer a pool it's, party, but uh, yeah, it is whoo, too good. Not much the Nuggets can do. Nuggets are also just terrible. So like. <laughs> For, for all the people, like, no, nah, but, like, I said it before the series. Like, they are terrible, man. Like, that team is just – I have Warriors in five. Like, I, I think I had Warriors in four because that, like, Denver – maybe I had them in five. But, yeah, Denver, like, they had no business winning as many games as they did. Let's give them the MVP. Like, just move on with life. But, yeah, Denver – Yeah, I agree. That. Yeah. Okay, Sixers Raptors, game one. Here we go. Injuries start to pile up pretty quickly for this Raptors team. <laughs> Yeah. And God, did they need all their guys in this series because <laughs> game three was not good. Um, Raptors get killed on boards. Maxi is the best game of his career. Harris is playing great the first two games and played really good defensively, at least in game three. Uh, Raptors half-court offense, just abysmal. This is kind of what we said at the outset. We thought they could run on this team, and Philly was better in transition, which was death. And I turned this game off with... 15 minutes left. Don't blame me. 15. Yeah, 15. 15, not, not like real-time minutes. Like, like I'm talking like nine minutes left in the third quarter. Like, um, so no faith. Toronto goes 14-2 run third quarter. They look really good. Uh, Raptors actually did a pretty good job on Embiid in game one. I think he shot like five for 15. But yeah, He had 19, but he was passing so well. It didn't matter. Yeah, Max, it was Embiid and Harden became passers. So... Green, Maxi Harris was getting crazy looks. So many threes, just couldn't keep up. Uh, yeah, like when we say Toronto sold out to try and stop Embiid, like that that game one, like they sold out. <laughs> um, game two, Raptors start out. They're like, we're gonna ramp up the intensity. Let's go, let's go. Uh, hard fouls, lots of complaining. Um, they get out to an eleven-two lead. Fred VanVleet hitting some shots that made me scream on my couch. Um, oh, indeed, there, there's a tw- this is where I get into the rant. Um, there's a Twitter video circling around where it's it's a free throw counter from game two. And I just would like everyone, I would encourage everyone to watch this video because the first two trips that Embiid goes to the line are good calls. The rest nine are not. Um, like the following nine are not. Like over half of these calls are bad. And Philly what, fans what, tried to tell me that they're all legitimate fouls. The Philly fans on Twitter are, are, are like unbelievable. Like it, it's so like no one agrees with them that isn't a fellow Sixers fan. Yep. I, I cannot believe like the discourse around this stuff because yeah. it, this is like worse than like the hard like do you remember like the Harden like Rockets Warriors game one 2019 where the landing space thing was the huge okay where like Clay I, was like he would like go into Harden's landing space and Harden yeah. would kind of like exaggerate it but he was he was doing a thing where he would swing forward so his like right, leg right, would right, hit. Right. And so there's a lot of like discussion about that, but that was like more like technical stuff. This is just like another level. Well, the only thing I can remember recently was 2018, 
2018, 2017 or 2018 game six or seven. I think it was game seven, 2018 Rockets Warriors that yeah. like Rockets fans were insane. Like that's the year that like D'Antoni and like the front office, like made that video and like sent it to the league right before the finals <laughs> of like all the bad calls that the Warriors were supposedly getting. That's the only other thing that I can like remember that like kind of came close. Yeah. No, you're right. That was bad. That was when the Rockets sent, sent the, like the tape to the league. Yeah. Yeah. About yeah. Um, yeah. We could. I mean, maybe Nick Nurse will do the same. I don't know. Um, <laughs> he might. He might have to. And it it just seemed like Embiid was like initiating all the contact, and he's such a big body that like when he does that, it's always gonna look like there's a foul. That's what he does. Right? He swing. He does like the rip through, but he does it at the rim. So he like actually gets like yeah, the shooting so foul like, together. He, 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 like contact is being made but it's being made by him it's just so yeah. frustrating that like there he's constantly getting to the line and the game it just the game makes it so boring i couldn't believe him after the game like saying that nurse is bitching about calls because oh my god you literally have Harden on your team and like everyone knows you as the free throw uh, merchants man. like <laughs> <laughs> It just, God, game two, it was just enraging to me. Um, and I don't even think, like, yeah, Philly had an 149 offensive rating in the first half. Ben Simmons, I mean, not Ben Simmons, Jesus. Embiid had 12 free throw attempts in the first quarter. Um, that was more than the Raptors had the whole game. Yeah. Um, I think it was like 30 to 8. Yeah, total. it was something like that. I just, just, just watch the video if you could find it um it's not it's it's not good and yeah the raptors did not the, they should have won game three no matter what like yeah they kind of blew it in a way that Embiid, that last shot that Embiid hit the buzzer beater pretty much like the coverage was bad um yeah. it's like van Vliet wasn't guarding the end it was just weird like what van Vliet was doing in that play but like you said they had no one they had no one to attack in the half court they have no like Van Bleet's probably the best option. He's too little. He's not going to be able to shoot over these guys. Um, like OG Ananobi was like suddenly their best like scorer. Yeah. Because um, Siakam's got the Embiid matchup. And well, Siakam's yeah, also kind of running into the same problems that he was against uh, what was Celtics last year or two years back. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't really he, have just that like, many. He doesn't have a lot of like go to moves. Yeah. And their identity is built on defense, but it's hard to, you know, this team is not. Like you need more, you need more. Yep. So I think it's over in four. Sad to see you go, Raptors, but I'm officially off the post Kawhi version of this team. Oh no! Yeah, they need uh, they need some shakeups in the summer. They got to go out and get a score uh, somewhere somehow. But uh, yeah, um, to be fair, that team wasn't even really supposed to make the playoffs this year. So to get to this point pretty pretty happy with it i feel like i'm giving like an obituary for this team right now but uh, yeah they are probably done in four or five games so i think that yeah i mean philly <laughs> we'll see uh, i'm excited to see them play against again like i said a team that has a competent half court offense and has scores and options and we'll see how they fare against that because uh, toronto like it just didn't couldn't put up a fight, man. The offense could not put up any sort of fight. No, it's it's tough. Like it's not even like 
like the way they were going to win this was struggling or like making Embiid struggle. And I think part of this for Embiid is like him exercising his demons yeah. with like playing in Toronto and that shot. No, it never, it will never make up for what Kawhi did. <laughs> but um, I think like he really wanted to win there. I could see after the game, what like the stuff he was yelling to the crowd um, yeah. and just feels over. So, okay. We're well, going to end really quick with Mavs jazz because I have places to be. Um, but Busy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the Mavs did the thing that works against the Jazz. They became small ball and hit a bunch of threes and shot. I think I shot forty-seven threes in this game. Made twenty-two of them. Yeah. Brunson was amazing. Kleber, um, Kleber, the the Maxi Kleber game. Or, will it be remembered as the Brunson game or the Kleber game? I think it's the Brunson game, but like. Because I mean, Brunson had what forty one something like that. Yeah, Brunson, so was, Brunson was. Game. Yeah, Brunson was getting a lot. Was generating a lot of these looks. But Kleber, after shooting less than twenty percent from three in the regular season, yeah, shoots everything. eight for eight for ten in this game. Um, Mitchell is just a oh my god! Has he dropped off defensively? Like offensively is, too. Yes, Booker has surpassed him. Um, Efficiency. But, but, I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> we all win when the jazz lose let's be honest yeah yeah we really do uh mavs score 1.5 points per possession when attacking mitchell in game two that is really really high um that is a problem it is not on gobert and i think it's even more clear that it's not on gobert than it was last year just saying a lot um yeah free gobert the the, the score is completely flipped it's gonna be awesome yeah get him to dallas it's gonna be like it's gonna People, he's gonna pull KD to Dallas. Um, I really hope so. Yeah. So, I mean, Dorian Finney-Smith has done a great job on Mitchell too. But just let's just let's do predictions real quick because without Luca, the, 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 the discussion changes so much. Like, it, it, okay, let's assume that Luca Luca is like doubtful tonight. So let's assume he comes yeah. back in Game Four. What yeah. do you think? So Dallas in six. <laughs> Like they're winning out from the point that Luca comes back, is my prediction. Okay, so you think they win, or you think they lose tonight, and then they win four, four five, five six. and six? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna go seven. Okay. Just because I think Luca's gonna be still hurt a little bit, but yeah, I don't see Utah winning this. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if they do. No, like it, yeah. I just don't see like what their path is, and like Brunson scoring forty one like isn't even like an incredible outlier just because like he's been cooking them all series long. Yeah, no, like, they can't no one can sit. No one can stay in front of them. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm gonna ask this every time we do an episode, and we we probably gonna continue to do an episode like every four or five days from here on okay. out. Um, finals pick right now. Number of games. Number of games. Yeah, right now. I'll do the same. Oh my god. Oh, you're putting me on the so much. Here. Yeah. Okay. Uh we'll go Heat and Golden State. And uh seven games Heat. Okay. I will go. Yeah, I'll go Golden State over Miami in six. Okay. That, so that Miami's gonna have home. Thing. They're gonna have home court, right? If that happens. Mm. No, because the Warriors had a lot of wins, man. Right? Am I crazy? 
Didn't the Heat? The Heat won like 50, 53 52. games, though, right? 52, okay. I think. Oh, no, 53, okay. you're right. And Golden State also won 53. So oh. I don't know what the tiebreaker is. Uh, probably head to head, right? Yeah. We can pull that up really quick. Heads. Uh, Warriors won both. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. and I will still, I'll still go Warriors and six, but yep. this will change every hour. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's all we have today. Um, enjoy the playoffs. Enjoy as these series, except for um, the Toronto. I don't know why. Like the scheduling thing is so weird. Just as, as a closer, yeah. like why is like Toronto and Philly have already played their game three when no one else has, like when they weren't uh, even the first like tip off. Like I, I just don't, the da- Dallas being the first game on Saturday really threw me for a loop. <laughs> I, was, I just kind of assumed that the first game was going to be like an East team. Yeah. That's what it normally is. Right. <laughs> and then like, I feel like it was every time Toronto had a home series, it was in Toronto, but um, yeah. anyway, yeah. So enjoy oh, yeah. these Enjoy the Smoothie King Center on Friday because it's going to be rocking. My dad wanted to go down there. Dude, I, I did too. Yeah? <laughs> you got tickets? Maybe I'll go on Sunday. If, I, if, if we get word that Zion's returning, I'm going to jump. I may try and fly down. <laughs> <laughs>